This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sound the alarms and set off the sirens. It is time for another emergency episode of the Football Recruiting Podcast, and this one is big. My name is Blair Angulo, and besides the Recruiting Podcast feed, you might also be hearing this on the College Football Daily feed, and this news is so big that we had to spread it out throughout the network. It is being reported by Yahoo Sports Insider Pete Thamel that Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly is leaving South Bend, heading to the SEC and taking over the LSU Tigers. I'm joined by the director of recruiting for 24-7 Sports, Steve Wilfong, as we take a look at this move from a recruiting angle. Steve, it's been a busy few days here nationally in the recruiting world. How shocked are you that this has gone down? Blair, twice in two days, we see a head coach leave a school that most would consider the last stop, unless, of course, you go to the NFL, but the last stop on the college level, Lincoln Riley getting a change of scenery and going out to USC and trying to rebuild a program that hasn't won a national championship since 2004. Then you have Brian Kelly, who has now the all-time wins leader in Notre Dame history, who has Notre Dame still in the playoff hunt. They are mathematically alive, for lack of better words. He is uh, per Pete Thamel of Yahoo Sports, who's the top insider of college football coaching news, reporting that uh, Brian Kelly is uh, expecting, that LSU is expecting to hire Notre Dame's Brian Kelly as the school's next head coach. An announcement could come as early as tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, uh, as I read this on Monday evening. And it just blows me away because Notre Dame, they got the number four recruiting class in the country right now in 2022, and they're number two off and running in 2023. I've never seen Notre Dame recruit at a clip like this. And I've been around the program for a long time. My first journalism job was at the South Bend Tribune over 20 years ago. And so, uh, uh, and I'm from South Bend. So uh, this, uh, I've been following Notre Dame for a long time. And, and, and Brian Kelly, you know, I feel like he's had this program in the conversation to win a national championship and was determined to do so. And now uh, when, when I really thought the recruiting was elevated, goes off to LSU I'm not sure why he's making that move. Same with, you know, Lincoln Riley. I, I looked at the way Oklahoma has been recruiting, you know, uh, four top 10 classes in the last five years. The best that they've recruited on the defensive side of the ball had a terrific class, particularly on the defensive side with Gabriel Brownlow, Dindy, and Derek Moore. And uh, the number one class early in 2023, Notre Dame, number two, Oklahoma was number one. And Lincoln Riley, uh, I, I thought he had had the Sooners close to winning their first title since 2000. He is gone and, and out at USC now. I, I'm just blown away. This is off the rails now. And uh, it's, 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 I'm, I'm to the point now where I'm just excited to kind of see what happens next. What do you think this means for LSU? Because obviously they had been trying to work behind the scenes for a long time. They announced that coach Ed Orgeron was, would not be returning for 2022 uh, midway through the season. And, and it seemed like they started to get the wheels turning for a while and, and trying to get feels out for several different candidates. Obviously Lincoln Riley was one of those rumored top candidates for them. He had 
heads out to, to USC. They move on to Brian Kelly and get this done really quickly. Do you think that this could push LSU back to, you know, a potential championship caliber in terms of recruiting? Well, they're not that far removed from winning the title. It's what, two years? And then obviously Nick Saban won a title there. Um, and Les and Miles. Les Miles won a title there. So the last three head coaches have hoisted the crystal ball. So it is a great place to be a head football coach. And, and, and they're notoriously loaded with talent. Uh, the built-in advantage of recruiting in state is off the charts. I mean, we've seen Alabama go in there and win some battles and A&M has uh, recently won some too, but that's a tough place to go in there and, and get a blue chipper. You know, it's a place that LSU is coming off three top five recruiting classes coming into this cycle. And there's a lot of meat on the bone for them and USC to really make a run at a top 10 class here to close strong. I'll be curious to see what the recruiting ramifications are because Brian Kelly is one of the best living room guys in college football. He's so eloquent in getting his message across to to parents and recruits, Um, but he's not like the guy leading the charge like Lincoln Riley is, you know? So I'm curious to see how this will work uh, at LSU, but he is an excellent football coach. I mean, Notre Dame's won over 10 games, five seasons in a row. Uh, They've won over 10 games, six of the last seven. Uh, That doesn't even include a 12-win season at Notre Dame in 2012 when they played in the title game and a 12-win season at Cincinnati when they went 12-0 and and were ranked as high as number four in his last season before he moved on to Notre Dame, won double-digit games three times at, at Cincinnati. He, you know, he, when you're looking at who's won the most games in college football right now, active, Saban's one and Brian Kelly's two. So he is a hell of a football coach. And, uh, um, you know, LSU is a place where they always have a ton of talent. So I think he's a guy that can get them lined up correctly and win big from a recruiting standpoint. It's a little bit of a head scratcher, maybe, but. You know, time will tell and we'll see who he hires. You know, yeah. I mean, like Corey Raymond's a mainstay. I mean, I feel like, you know, he's as an electric a recruiter as you're going to find. I mean, he he's created DBU. I would think that he, you know, I'm, this is purely speculation, but they got some LSU guys around that program, uh, Coach Falk and uh, um, some terrific off field recruiting guys up there uh, at LSU as well. I mean, it's a place that's built to, built to recruit itself. I mean, similar to Notre Dame in a sense, but LSU may be a little easier path to high ranking recruiting classes than Notre Dame, just because Notre Dame has to go so national because their backyard's not as fruitful. Yeah. But Brian I haven't Kelly. got my mom calling me right now. She don't even, she don't call. She's calling. <laughs> She's blowing people away. She wants to know why Brian Kelly would leave Notre Dame as he's building the number four class right now in the 2022 class rankings heading into the early signing period. And, and, and you mentioned it's a head scratcher, but you, I think you answered your own question, Steve, because you said that the last three head coaches at LSU have won national championships. Nick Saban, Les Miles, Ed Orgeron, and Brian Kelly has not been able to get over that hump at Notre Dame. And maybe he was inspired seeing Lincoln Riley and say, all right, Lincoln Riley's going to go and choose a new new path. Maybe it's my turn. And when an LSU comes knocking on the door, it's, I don't want to say it's, it's not a lateral move, right? Like it's, it's LSU. It's still one of the top jobs in the country and it's going to, and it's going to be, I think for him, like you mentioned, right? He's not the guy that's leading the charge in recruiting. He makes great choices and he, and he's a great evaluator and he's, and he's great in the living room, like you touched on, but 
if he's going to LSU and and it's going to recruit itself a little bit more with maybe not as many barriers that he had to face at Notre Dame, I mean, maybe he sees a clear path to hoisting that crystal trophy. No, I, I agree. LSU is, I mean, it's obviously been an easier place to win a national championship of late than, than Notre Dame. And it's in the premier conference in college football. It's one of the premier jobs. When I look at the SEC, the schools that I think that have the best chance for success, obviously Alabama, Georgia, Florida, LSU. Those are the first four that come to mind. Now, Texas A&M is trying to breathe that same air right now, and, and they're recruiting at a high level. They got to get those guys to December 15th in, in, the, in the early signing period. But LSU, is it, it's easy. I understand why Brian Kelly is interested in LSU. I, I also think that he had Notre Dame close and what he's walking away from to go to LSU. It's just interesting, you know? Yeah. And the Irish are close, like you mentioned, already in the conversation and heavily in the mix to get a, a spot in the college football playoff this year. Uh, a really good recruiting class, it, not only in 22, but also in 23. And and always will be one of those blue bloods that draws attention from prospects all across the country. What is next for Notre Dame? Who do you see and as, as an ideal fit to fit that head coaching role, not only as a guy on the field with the X's and O's, but a, a personality that can really move that for, that program forward in, in terms of recruiting. Well, I think the three names that are most obvious right off the bat are Luke Fickle, who which is who I would hire, uh, Matt Campbell, who would be an amazing hire, and Dave Clawson, who has done a really good job at Wake Forest. I think those are the three guys that immediately come to mind for me. But it's Notre Dame, man. Who knows who you could swing at and poach and pull? And uh, with with each of these moves, it leaves another great job open. But Notre Dame, I think Luke Fickle makes a lot of sense. He almost went to Notre Dame uh, during his process, picked Ohio State over Notre Dame as a dual sport uh, football wrestling standout and did both at Ohio State and had a great career uh, on the football field for them and has turned Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati's going to make the college football playoff if, if they can you know handle business against a really good Houston team this weekend. And uh, uh, the way he's built that, that, that football program, the one thing that that's always stuck with me about Luke Fickle, and, and, and people love being on his staff and being within his program, but he, he told me when I went and visited him early at Cincinnati that the best recruiter on the staff has to be the head coach. And, and when he worked for Jim Trussell and when he worked for Urban Meyer, it was that way. And that's his ambition at Cincinnati. And Cincinnati's working on what I believe is a third straight number one group of five recruiting class. And, uh, um, you know, he leads the charge and they evaluate well and they develop players. And to a certain degree, that's what Notre Dame still is. I mean, Notre Dame can recruit blue chippers and they can recruit top classes, but there's still going to be six, seven guys in their class that are projection takes that they're going to turn into something, turn into draft picks. And uh, so I think Luke Fickle, his Midwest roots, the way he's evolved as a coach, uh, I think he's built for for Notre Dame. Which then, at that case, I think you know he would try. You know, Marcus Freeman is Notre Dame's defensive coordinator. He was Luke Fickle's defensive coordinator before that. I think he's a no brainer for Cincinnati. Hell, Marcus Freeman would be a good candidate for Notre Dame too. With uh, um, just with the impact that he made. You know, Clark Lee is a guy that if this job would have opened up a couple years from now, depending on how he was doing at Vanderbilt, certainly. Uh, a candidate, uh, but I like Luke Fickle uh, for that job. LSU just hired, a, a, according to Pete Thamel's report, a hell of a football coach in Brian Kelly, and uh, uh, easy to see why Brian Kelly would be interested in going to LSU and trying to get them back to the promised land. And, uh, and now I'm just excited to see what happens in Norman and what happens in South Bend. 
Yeah. And what's going to happen to all those recruits that are committed to those schools as we make that charge towards Blair. the early signing period in mid-December? Blair. Yes. Oklahoma's got to go get Lane Kiffin. I've been, I, I think that's a plug and play move right there. Lane Kiffin fits the style that Oklahoma's been recruiting to for the most part. He under, they're moving them, they're making the move to the SEC. And I think Lane Kiffin. He once made a, a move to a, a, a program from a program that uh, people would have considered destination um, and, and left. I think that if if, Lane, if 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 Oklahoma could get Lane Kiffin and it's the right marriage, maybe it's a long one too. You know, and so I I, I would be excited about Lane Kiffin for Oklahoma, and I, I think he's a perfect fit for the Sooners. Steve, you like chaos. That's what that's what I'm drawing from this is that you love you love the frenzy. I actually don't like any of it <laughs> because it adds more recruiting her uh, recruiting twists and turns, and I don't like any of that. But since we're talking about it, I think you know, I think Lane Kiffin would be great for Oklahoma, and then I don't know who I would put at Ole Miss. I mean, Lane Kiffin's perfect for Ole Miss, obviously. You know, yeah, yeah, I think he'd no. be awesome at Oklahoma. Yeah, this I mean, this has turned into a really wild few few days uh, as we head into the contact period and and obviously the early signing period in mid December, Steve. Can't wait to read all about the the prospects, and we'll be doing our best to track down reaction from recruits over at 247sports.com. Have a good one, Steven, and maybe I'll catch up with you soon once once the ball starts dropping on another job. Yeah, man, we'll be talking sooner than Irish soon. You know, I have a feeling they'll get those hires made quickly. All right, that is Steve Wilfong. You can follow him on Twitter at swilfong247. He is the director of recruiting for 247sports.com. If you like the show, please help us out. Give us those five stars. Subscribe and leave a review. Remember, stay locked into 247sports.com for all the latest buzz as we track the biggest recruiting scoop heading into the early signing period. For Steve Wilfong and our producer, Lance Glenn, I am Blair Angulo. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the 24-7 Sports Football Recruiting Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.